The Yesterday and Today podcast is a fan-made, not-for-profit, just-for-fun compilation of chronological source materials as they pertain to the Beatles. The show is in no way affiliated with Apple Corps, nor any organization connected to John, Paul, George, or Ringo in any way, though we do consider ourselves premier members of the Bungalow Bill fan club. So kick back, turn off your mind, relax, and download the stream. We hope you will enjoy the show. Yesterday and Today, 1976, Episode 2, At the Speed of Sound. In this episode, we'll cover March 20th through March 31st. I'm Joe English. I'm from Glasgow, Scotland. My name is Joe English, and I was born in Liverpool. <laughs> My name is Joe English, and I was born in New York City. And just to be different, my name is Denny Lane. <laughs> and I was born in Brom. The next leg of the Wings Over the World tour began with Paul and the band playing to two sold-out shows at the Faulkner Theatre in Copenhagen, Denmark, on March 20th and 21st.
From Copenhagen, the band played Deutschland Hall in Berlin, Germany on March 23rd. On the 24th, the band fly to Amsterdam and stay at the Amstel Hotel. We came from Berlin, mind you, back. Yeah, Berlin last night. Mm -hmm. Got a performance there? Yep. Making a big tour. Uh, I'm going to fight for you. <laughs> Someone's going to get hold of it. Uh, yes, this is just before an American tour. Mm -hmm. hard work, so right? we, we go to America after we play Rotterdam and then Paris. Mm -hmm. So uh, your tour is almost ending. The European one, yes, but it's only a small tour this time, but I think we'll maybe come back and play a bit bigger tour. How do you like the difference? Uh, of course, it's, uh, it's been a long time now. How do you like the difference between the time you were a Beatle with all the screaming fans and the little more quiet reception you have now? It's good. Yeah, it's good. You know, we just right. come around to play music and uh, it's great. You know, we're enjoying it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the reception's a little quiet here. Yeah. Yes. Very nice. Yeah. That's better, eh? Yes, it was crazy in Berlin last night. On March 25th, Wings rehearsed for this evening's concert. After the rehearsal, Paul, who is seen wearing a Mersey Bead t-shirt that says, Beatles Top Pole, is asked about the American promoter Bill Sargent's $50 million offer 
to reunite the Beatles for one concert. What do you feel about the Sergeant album? Another one. Oh, the uh, Bill Sargent. Well, you know, that's a big offer. Very big offer on that. I don't mind pretending but... I'm John Lennon. <laughs> no, but what's happened well, is that yeah, like uh, nobody has yet spoken about it. We've talked to each other, and we've just talked about ordinary things, you know, what's happening. But no one's actually said, do you want to do it yet? But None of the other three have asked me, but, but we might do it. And if we did do it, then we'd again. try and make it good, you know, and we'd do but, a good thing. But then again, then we again, might not do it. Folks. But then again, we yeah. might. But it's a yes, no. On the other hand, maybe. It's a positive maybe. I mean, you could think of a great show where, like, you had um, Wings and you had George do his thing, yeah. you had John do his thing, yeah. then you had the Beatles come together. It could be a great show, you know. So maybe one day we'll do that, you know, but uh, it's a maybe. Yeah, still maybe. Well, when we go to America, we'll probably see uh, some of the others because John's living in New York, so we'll probably see him. But if he tries to get up at Madison Square, we'll kick him off. Wings go on to play tonight at the Ahoy Sport Palais in front of a sold-out show. Nice to see you again. Veronica TV in Holland films the band at the airport, at a press conference, and in concert, all for the television-exclusive documentary on Wings. Later that evening, after the show, Veronica TV reporter questions McCartney about the band exercising strong rehearsal discipline as compared to the haphazard drunken antics on the 1972 wing shows. 
Listen, we used to rehearse very little because, you know, everyone hates rehearsing. Cool. It's a drag. You know, you've got to go over the tune over and can, and everyone thinks, hey, man, I had enough, you know. Who wants to split? But the thing is, when you get on the stage, you're in trouble if you don't know the song, you know? And you've got to kind of improvise a lot. And maybe that can get to be good, but it's a very near thing, you know? So we preferred this time just to kind of learn what was going on. And we feel more secure and happier because we know what, and we know if someone's going to play a longer solo, like Jimmy's going to play a longer solo, we know what's going on. We know he's playing a long solo. But if we didn't rehearse it, you, you wonder when to kind of stop, when to start. And you have to ad-lib the whole thing. That's very difficult. Do you play anything? There's only certain people Three can do that. Yeah. So you know that you've got to be good on guitar Thing. With you each other. When you add yeah. good on that. Oh, he's very good. He's very good. I've seen him. Give us a tune. Oh, and well, ladies and gentlemen, good. from TV Veronica, we present... Bruce Jim. Springfield. Paul McCartney used to have the candles to me. Tried it the other way. When we first came to Europe with the very first lineup of Wings, this is where the stories about drinking came. But the thing, the truth is, I mean, we were pretty out of it on the stage. Then there was no discipline, and because just in case that was a better way, yeah. you know, we tried that. Just maybe we thought, well, maybe you know, it's not so good to be disciplined, so we'll try it the other way, and we tried it, but the music. we didn't play the music right. Yeah. You know, we started. You'd have solos, right? it'd be all out of tune. Be all... <coughs> you could hear some of that. So now. it just wasn't worth being drunk for, you know, or uh, high for. After the show in Holland. Wings packed up and landed in Paris, France. You look so happy to get Linda. Vous avez l'air tellement heureux, Paul et Linda, que je pense que votre vie est la définition de. Oui, nous nous amusons bien. Nous nous amusons bien ensemble. C'est une très gentille fille. Comment est-ce que vous avez rencontré Linda Nous sommes rencontrés dans un club à Londres, le Bag of Mails. Et nous sommes allés voir Georgie Fane. Et moi, je suis venu de mon côté. Elle est venue de mon côté et je lui ai dit. Michel, ah, très bien, hein Merci beaucoup. Je vous embrasse. Vous aussi, Merci. The band played their last show on this leg of the tour on Friday, March 26th, at the Pavilion du Paris, in front of 10,000 fans.
After the show, the band returned to the George Fifth Hotel where they were staying. Guitarist Jimmy McCulloch is reported to slip and fall in the shower and breaks one of his fingers. Other reports state that he punched the room's television set, breaking his finger. However it happened, the Tour of America is now on a three-week delay while Jimmy's hand heals. Richard Corey owns one half of this old town With political connections He spreads his wealth around He was born into society A banker's only child He had everything a man could want Money, praise, and Beats his picture in most every place he goes. Richard Corey at the opera, Richard Corey at his show. Armors of his parties and orgies on his yacht. He really must be happy with everything he's got. But I, I work in his factory. And I curse the life I'm living And I curse my poverty I wish that I could be Yes, I wish that I could be I wish that I could be Richard Corey Well, he really gave to charity He had the common touch and they were thankful for his patronage And they thanked him very much So the man was filled with wonder yeah. When the evening headline read oh, yeah. Richard Corey went home last night uh, And put a bullet through his head I, Oh, I work in his factory and I curse the life I'm living I curse my poverty Yes, I, I wish that I could be Yes, I wish that I could be I wish that I could be Richard Corey On March 26th, Wings release a new album on Capitol Records called Wings at the Speed of Sound. Paul McCartney, Linda McCartney, Denny Lane, Jimmy McCullough, and Joe English. Wings, their new album, Wings at the Speed of Sound. Wings at the Speed of Sound, their best album ever on Capitol Records and Tapes. The first track on the LP opens up with a doorbell chime, inviting the listener to answer the call. So I said to Jeff Emmerich, uh, our engineer, 
Jeff, can we record this doorbell? And he knows I was mad, so he said, yeah, of course we can. So we started with that, and then we made a track, well, I wrote the song called Let Him In, which was basically someone's knocking at the door, someone's ringing the bell, hence the doorbell, and then let them in, like a party. Come on, let them all in. And then you had a big list of all the people who I might want to let in. And so they were kind of famous people, like Phil and Don, which is the Everly Brothers. Uncle Ernie, I didn't actually have an Uncle Ernie, but The Who had sung about Uncle Ernie. So. And Auntie Jin, who I did have an Auntie Jin. And um, all those kind of people. So it was like a family party. It was just like a song about a, a good family knees up. The doorbell was a gift from Wings drummer Joe English to Paul. As the story goes, last year Joe stayed at Paul's Cavendish home and visitors were always pounding on the door for entry. When Joe asked Paul why, he explained that the doorbell had been broken. So in December of 1975, Joe gave Paul a doorbell for Christmas. Paul felt the sound was a perfect song opener. Someone knocking at the door, somebody ringing the bell, someone's knocking at the door. Somebody's ringing the bell Do me a favor Open the door And let them in Ooh, yeah Someone's knocking at the door Somebody's ringing the bell Someone's knocking at the door Somebody's ringing the bell Do me a favor Open the door And let them in Let 
Um, uh, Paul's one, uh, the note you never wrote, which is the, the moody thing. Danny was natural, you know, to to have a couple of tracks, because he is, after all, a lead vocalist kind of thing, you know. Um, so I wrote one track for him, which is called The Note You Never Wrote.
sounds liver than it actually was. I don't want to give it away and sort of say we did build it up bit by bit and stuff, but I will. A lot of the drumming is very simple, except when he sort of gets into a bit of a jam feel and he starts to uh, rock away, and then he gets a bit complicated, and it gets, but it's still good. Uh, yeah, we, you know, we like the track, you know. It's, uh, it's nice to sort of get something a bit raunchy, like you're saying. Yeah. 
Side one finishes with a song written by Jimmy McCulloch and jazz drummer Colin Allen. Uh, one of the numbers were written with you together with the Colin Allen. That's right. X Focus now. Absolutely. Yeah. X down the crisis for that. Yeah, I know. But you've written several songs together with Colin, haven't you? Sure. Well, sometimes Colin writes lyrics and Jimmy puts them to puts tunes to him. Is it the only one you work together with when you work? With no, songs? we did Medicine Jar, Venus and Mars. We wrote co-wrote that together. We co-wrote this one, Why No Junker. Seems he can't get off the plonk. But he said, is he the only one you work with? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>
The first uh, song on, on, on side two is a sort of defense for love songs. It's called Silly Love Songs, yeah. yeah. Have yeah. you uh, sort of been criticized for writing too many love songs or what? No, 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 no. It's just, no. you know, you write a song, you know, you don't think about all that. You just write something, you know. It's, um, no, it's just the, the line that sums it up is what's wrong with that? Yeah. Nothing wrong with love songs. I think. Well, you know, a lot of people like him.
be the new single from the album, Wings at the Speed of Sound, Silly Love Songs, or it could be the one you heard before that, Beware, uh, Beware My Love. Uh, he's still making up his mind at the moment. We don't know yet. We're waiting to see, um, reactions. you know, what, what seems like this album. What, what kind of reactions are you looking for there? Yeah. Oh, well, you know, we just, we actually tell you the truth, like if we release a single, then the radio stations just play the single. But if we release the album, they play what they like from the album, you know? So we, we like everyone to be able to hear different tracks, you know, then later zone in on one single. So you can't judge from the, uh, the concerts which one would be the... No, people seem to like silly love songs, you know, it seems to be maybe a, a single. We don't know. That's a crazy thing that, you know, we, um, we were in Adelaide, in Australia, on tour this uh, last year. And uh, we, we rented a house there to stay at instead of staying at hotels all the time. You know, you get a little bit more comfortable, obviously, in a nice house. And uh, it was some other people's house that we'd rented. And um, we were back in the kitchen after a show. We'd driven back and, we were, and Linda was just cooking up a bit of grub, you know. And um, I was just look, playing my guitar, you know, just kind of sitting around as usual. Around the kitchen, there was all these, you know, people have these little pots of sago macaroni, marijuana, and various other things, you know. Um, and I just kind of read them all off, you know, rice, sago, macaroni. Salt, vinegar, sago, macaroni. You know how people have that all around the kitchen? And uh, I put them down into the song, you know, and then I, I was looking around for the second verse because I wanted to do it exactly with the stuff that was in the house and not make up anything of my own. You know, I just felt like just kind of taking it down like taking dictation almost and just what whatever was in the room so then uh, i noticed a little plaque on the wall which is one of these you know these little wooden plaques you see in kitchens where it kind of says welcome to cornwall or something you know and this one said no matter where i serve my guests they seem to like my kitchen best so i had the second verse so i'm not really that good you see i just take it off the wall and then for the middle of that i was just watching what linda was doing and she had kind of rice cooking and she had some beans going and salad and stuff and all of this so i just wrote it all into the tune and then afterwards i said well that'd be a good song for you you know and she, well we, you know she kind of said well you know so that that was it you know i said it'd be a nice one for you so again we decided to just try it and if it didn't come off well uh, i don't know maybe i would have done it or somebody else would have done it. maybe we wouldn't have done the song or something but um we went in to do the session and uh, I took in a, an old stand-up bass I've got, which used to be owned by Bill Black. And I think it's the original bass that he played Heartbreak Hotel on. So top that. Uh, so I've, I've got it more as a sort of collector's piece than anything. I, I've been mucking around on it, trying to learn stand-up bass. It's very hard, you know, a whole other set of muscles from what you normally use. Um, so I took that in the studio, you know, I was just banging away. I play it terribly. But it gave the record this kind of uh, very interesting old kind of 50s gymnasium sound or something. That's the one that you sing, Linda. Oh, yes. <laughs> May I ask, what's the song about? <laughs> it's, uh, there's a line in it that says, no matter where I serve my guests, they seem to like my kitchen best. I'm the cook of the house. Well, she's a pretty good cook. Yeah, I like cooking, so it's really about And Linda sang it great, you know, and we just got off on it that evening. We just had a nice time. And it just turned into a track, you know. Cat, 
Emerald's here to stay. It will never go. And the other one I read. Time to hide. Yeah, time to hide. Which sounds like a hit.
It says in the press release, I'm quoting now, that you normally don't ask a drummer to sing, unquote, Paul McCartney. That's right, yeah. When the drummer plays backwards, Actually, on the track that Joe sings, Paul plays the drums. So what we'll do if we do Joe's number, Paul will get the drums and Joe will come forward and sing like a nightingale. I've just seen another sunset on my own. All day long I've been alone And I must do something about it Yes, I must do something about it Played another losing card game with myself Lonely joker on a shelf And I must do something about it Yes, I must do something about it No one on the party line No one seems to need a dime No one even knows that I'm feeling this way No one seems to need my vote change you know no one here to hold my coat oh what a day oh I've just watched another movie on TV no one's in the house but me and I must do something about it thing was to to get back to basics and sort of make some simple music you've got a lot and from what you've got I'd say you're doing well dear dressed like a dream 
And if things are what they seem, you're looking swell, The song in itself yeah. seems to uh, to be half a, a declaration of love and half putting down rock music. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Somebody put it down. Was that too deep? That was a bit too deep, that, Edmund. Yeah. Oh.
Album at the Speed of Sound by Wings. This LP reached number one in the US and number two in the UK. The inner sleeve has a stencil figure of the English new wave punk rock singer songwriter Ian Dury. He is located on the left side of the open door. Coming up in a moment Lennon and McCartney and Saturday Night Live. I was visiting John and Yoko in uh, New York. Lately, there have been a lot of rumors to the effect that the four of you yeah. might be getting back together. That would be great. Not a chance. The Beatles are the best thing that ever happened to music. It goes even deeper than that. You're not just a musical group, you're a part of us. We grew up with you. It's for this reason that I'm inviting you to come on our show. And he said, you know what, we should do it, we should do it. George goes back in the studio, and Ringo gets by with a little help from his friends. Who are some of the people you have performing with? Well, I have, you know, the Fab Three have written me one each. George, Paul, and uh, John. Next on Yesterday and Today. information or to contact the show visit yesterdayandtodaypodcast.wordpress.com or email at yesterdayandtodaypodcast at gmail.com also visit at yesterdaypod on twitter and search yesterday and today podcast on facebook see you next time Paul Kaminsky. I'm James Kaminsky. And I'm Wayne Kaminsky. And we bring you the Kaminsky family of podcasts Yesterday and Today and the Third Men podcast. You might know me from one of those dumb voices I do, or my dad <laughs> from his better show than ours. <laughs> wow. And we're here to tell you about some cool merchandise you can pick up for the show's as we mentioned in each episode, we do not in any way profit from these shows whatsoever, but to break even on some expenses, we have put up some cool merch that you can pick up to help support the show. Yes, some fun apparel, things you can put on yourself. Are we going to be selling Marks and Spence underwear? <laughs> Don't worry, we will. You can head to our social media pages, that's facebook.com slash yesterdayandtodaypodcast or facebook.com slash thirdmen, or you could head to society 6 dot com slash Kaminsky family podcast. That's society the number six dot com slash K A M I N S K I family podcasts. Yeah. Keep our lights on. I'm in the dark. <laughs> Dad, any words of wisdom? Hello? The lights just went out. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we need your help. <laughs> Buy stuff. Perhaps a coffee mug that you can enjoy a beverage out of while listening to our shows. And if you haven't got yours, please send forth in and get a free one. Alright. Thank you, Dad. All right, we'll see you on the podcast, folks. Bye. It's audio. You can't see me. Oh, for God's sake.